Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, and I'm going to pull up a lawn chair today, Doug. I'm sitting in my backyard. It's a beautiful day here in Central Florida. Oh, that makes it nice, nice and comfy. You got your cup of coffee? Yeah, well, you know what? I got up early. I did uh, a whole bunch of yard work already. I got a beer, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Sunday. It's my day off. First day off I had in a couple of weeks. Uh, oh, you know? God, God bless his soul. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, right? Poor Jimmy uh, hey, Buffett yeah, no longer theory. with us. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, my theory. After the morning I woke up to, I need a beer, right? <laughs> As I was babbling and crying about my my washer broke downstairs my i was troubleshooting and now brenda's down there trying to get it to come back to life the thing's only like three years old it's like nothing lasts anymore i i'm so tired of this will be my third washer in 10 years yeah i think that's where we're at and we have i mean like you were saying before i've got terrible water here so that's that's what you think is part of it but then like you said uh, our parents friggin' never had water softeners or uh, uh, yeah, conditioners or any of that crap. And I don't remember my mom ever replacing the washing machine. It seemed no. like it, we had the same one the entire time I grew up. Yeah, my so. buddy Jimmy, his uh, his 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 Samsung set that broke. I mean, everybody I know, their uh, my everybody I know, their stuff's breaking. My brother just had to get a new set. His his set broke. Well, about a year ago, he had to get it. But it's like it's nonstop. I'm just tired of it. And then, like we were talking about. Uh, you get it ordered, and we both work, and I can't have somebody come here with mom's home, you know, with Presley. They'll, Presley, yeah. will, you know, it's not a good situation, but they'll give you, you tell them it has to be a night delivery. Oh, it will be there between 2 p.m. and the next day at 5 p.m., and you sit there and wait <laughs> the whole freaking time. What's your cell number, by the way? Oh, we're not ever going to call you until we are coming. We won't call you to tell you we're running late. We'll just call you to say we're two minutes from your house and get your butt outside. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't understand why they can't just say we'll call when we're on our way. You know what I mean? It just, and I had that biggest problem with Comcast, I mean Xfinity. I fight with them. I'm like, you're the world leader, you tell me, in communications and technology and getting in touch with people. And 
they they won't get in touch with you when they got to come get you to come to your house to work on it. Same thing with the cable company. I'm like, why do you got to give a four hour window? Why can't you just call me when you're a half hour out so I can go do my job? There, there you go. No, but the same thing with the snowblower. I got my snowblower delivered last year. I emphasized, I want it put together. I don't want it apart. I, I, I it, who wants to build a snowblower, dude? After you pay a thousand dollars for it, John? No, thank you. No. But uh, it shows up here in a crate. And then the dude's dirty looking at me because I'm like, get that crap off my and <laughs> Send it back. <laughs> then they had to bring it out two days later and assembled. It just, but it's just a nightmare getting the stuff in and out of the house, getting mine in because well, mine's in the basement. On the bright side, that snowblower did do its job. You didn't get a single <laughs> snowfall last year, did you? Not uh, enough to get it out of the shed. So yes. It uh, worked for you. I did start that up the other day. Hopefully it starts when I need it. It always starts when you don't need it, but they never start when you do. <laughs> Same thing with your weed whackers, your everything. I put the conditioner in them. I do everything you're supposed to do for them, and they run two years, and they're garbage again. Yep. You know, it just so, I, that's why I went to battery for everything. I'm so tired of gas. They, the magnetos in them just clog up. It's just a pain in the ass, but... Yeah, welcome to the Disney podcast, everybody. <laughs> We're just going to gripe about uh, equipment and appliances yeah, no. and power tools for a little bit. It's just annoying because my wife's, you know, she all she, who wants to do laundry to begin with and then you got to deal with this? You know, she's all disgusted by it and then I feel horrible. So then I get, believe it or not, I get all fired up because, you know, I, her washer's not working. So I feel bad, yep. you know, it just sucks. But anywho... We are sorry we missed you guys last week. I think after 12 years, uh, I, three or four days off here there isn't a bad thing. What do you think, John? I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I picked up overtime last Sunday, and now it's totally dried up again, so it doesn't look like I'll have any overtime for the foreseeable future right now. It's really, really uh, – they, they and, Doug, they just keep hiring people, so, I mean, that's, that's the reason why. We're busy enough. There's certainly people out there, and parties are all sold out and everything. So there's plenty of work, but they just keep hiring and hiring. And hi every time I go into the break room, there's another 20 people in orange vests. Mm -hmm. Good God, man. So. That's that old evil. There's a, a thing on X that is, is Bob Iger uh, evil or, or good? And I, I put evil in capital letters, John. I mean, it, it, <laughs> he's the reason you're getting no overtime. I mean, the parks are slower. I do listen to that Kyle. I watch his videos and and uh, the panda. I mean, not the panda. Mr. Tomorrow, Tom Morrow, whatever it is. I, I watch a lot of the videos and all. And Dude, they're roaming around. Like, the other day, uh, he's at Rope Drop at Magic Kingdom, and he was roaming around. It was almost dead till, like, noon. It was crazy. I'm like, where? We you know, the, I want this. We were there, yeah, we were there two weeks ago uh, today, and it was, it was packed. There mm -hmm. was a lot of people. I mean, uh, it was probably 11 o'clock by the time we got to... To Magic Kingdom after we parked at Epcot and all that type of stuff. We had beignets at French Quarter and then parked at um, Epcot and then took the monorail over to Magic for went to there for a couple hours. I mean, and there was no short lines. I mean, uh, well, I take that back. Uh, Little Mermaid was short and we rode that. And then, but we wanted to do Haunted Mansion. Wanted to do Peter Pan was an hour. Wanted to do uh, Haunted Mansion. It was forty five minutes. So, I mean, it, and granted, you know, the line was probably only about 25 minutes, but eh, Lisa just didn't want to wait. So, yeah, yeah we, we ended up doing uh, Carousel of Progress, Little Mermaid, and uh, 
uh, Country Bear Jamboree, and that was about it. So, did but. you do? Uh, you didn't do People Mover? No, because she's in that chair, and I couldn't talk her into it, so she didn't want to. And it probably had a twenty-minute wait. So, eh, eh, I'll do it next time I go out by myself. Uh, when I my uh, schedule changes, I'm gonna have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. So I plan on going out there on a Tuesday morning and just. Uh, riding a lot of stuff i'll be there at rope drop and getting a lot of stuff done in about two or three hours so no, i hear you you should be able to get it done yeah yeah and then we headed over to epcot and did a little bit of the food and wine festival tried about seven eight items and uh really enjoyed it it was a good time the the filet was overcooked that we had um mm. it was it, it would have even been overcooked i think for you um <laughs> it's still it was still tender and, and tasty and everything, but it was significantly overcooked. I should have taken it back, but I didn't feel like dealing with it. And then we had the um, the Wagyu beef in Japan, and that was really, really, really good. For being a ground beef dish, it was really fantastic. So, no, but... no. I, uh, I, I, everything I had this year at Food & Wine was really good. I wasn't disappointed in anything. I, I was shy. I mean, I liked every single. I, I like I said, I don't know seven, ten items. I tried. I tried quite a few for the little time I was there. But I just yeah. kept picking and picking around the world. But no, that yeah, that sounded good though, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I had the most thorough security guard I've ever had in my entire life. So you know, every once in a while, you get you get picked out to go have your bag uh, checked. And usually, for the most part, they unzip it, look through it, and stuff like that. He unpacked my entire bag put it all in the gray tub took every water bottle out of the out of the little insulated thing looked at every one of them examined them closely and then i have like a first aid kit in there and stuff like that with band-aids and uh you know uh, that type of stuff he unzipped that went through every uh, dude tell me what you're looking for and i'll get it for you i, I mean what do you need you, you want a <laughs> bottle of water you, you want a band-aid i i mean holy cow dude I felt like I was being profiled for something. Damn tattoos, I guess. I don't know. So yeah, there might have been something in the somebody maybe in the area looked just like you, John, and they were out to yeah, yeah, I was suspect, but but yeah, we had we had a good time, and it was it was nice being out there. But I mean, uh, our purpose was was to go out there and, and try to meet up with some friends, and they went to Animal Kingdom instead of Magic Kingdom, so uh, wrong park to begin with. So, all right, well then, screw it. <laughs> well, that wasn't too nice. How, what, what, how did that end up happening? They didn't. <laughs> it, it was. It's one of those guys whose wife makes the plans, and she had, she knew where they were. She knew where they were going, but he was just guessing, and so. Was oh, he part. guessed wrong. Yep. So, but uh, I wanted to mention real quick before I forget about it. And I don't think it'll be in the news, so I'll go ahead and and uh, there is a a new drop off area for Uber at. Epcot, um, Uber and Lyft drop now drops you off on the other side of the bus loop. So as you're heading towards the bus loop, if you make that first right-hand turn before you get to the buses and walk out towards the parking lot right there, there's a brand-new paved area where Uber and Lyft are dropping off. They did a nice job, and it keeps them away from us. So, so I like that. Um, and there's signs directing you, but just so you're thinking about it, don't walk all the way to the bus uh, loop anymore. It's, it's right before the bus loop. And then the smoking section at the Magic Kingdom has been changed from over there by Pop Century's load zone at number 28. So the smoking section is now all the way on the other side on the walkway towards um, the Grand Floridian. There's a little spot over there. So 
and that's where you have to go to smoke now. So it's getting harder and harder to get to your well, place to get I, your cigarettes. So. I think they should put a barge out in the middle of the water, and you got to take a boat out there to smoke <laughs> it. If you really uh, want to do it, and you know if that's what you got to do, then go out and uh, go go for a little boat ride, and like they'll drop you off. They should put a little island out, <laughs> a little yeah. smoke island, yeah. <laughs> and do the same thing at Epcot. They put you out in the middle of the the lagoon. There, you go out and you can wave to people as you're smoking your cigarette, and then uh, <laughs> Animal Kingdom maybe put it on the river there. Yeah, there you go. And yeah, little little smoke islands. Yeah, and Hollywood Studios, uh, right out there with Gertie out in the middle of. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I I I passed a security guard and he was just getting yelled at and berated by somebody who now had to walk all the way over there to smoke their cigarettes. Well, last time I was here, it was over- well, I don't know what to tell you. They changed it, so sorry. Nah, well, it should be that way. I mean, it, actually, it it was awkward where it was because, like I said, it was front of the uh, Pop Century load zone, and yeah. that's one of the busiest load zones because there's, you know, obviously it's a big resort. So um, when you sat there waiting to uh, pick people up for the three, four, five minutes, you'd open your doors and just waves of smoke would come rolling into the bus, and so I'd I'd always sit there with the doors closed because I don't think. My guests on my bus need to sit and breathe cigarette smoke the entire time. I'll open it when somebody's coming, but otherwise, but yeah, so it, it's fine with me that they changed it. So no, I, I'm 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 over the uh, worrying about how you feel if you you smoke. I mean, if you smoke, I feel bad for you. I did. My family did. It's. I'm glad we quit. But if that's what you really want to do, you need to find a place to do it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, I just, it, the older I'm getting now, the more fidgety, fidgety I'm getting with uh, dealing with it. Like I, I can't stand the smell of it. And then the other thing is the other, the, the other stuff. I mean, you got guys now down Atlantic City. We're working down there. You, you smell that everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gonja. Yeah. It's like <laughs> okay, everywhere. enough already. I get it. Um, you know, but. I don't need that. Some of it stinks so bad, man. It's just bad. But yeah, the cigarette smoke is disgusting. And I, I never thought I'd ever get to it where it was that off-putting to me. But it is horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the fact that you smoke usually means that you can handle it pretty well. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's interesting that now all of a sudden you do, you don't like it at all, huh? So. No, I mean it's been a while, dude. I've been I've quit now twenty six years or more. Twenty five. Okay. It's been a long time. I quit when I was like twenty seven, twenty six. I didn't start until I was twenty one. It all started going to because I was always playing sports. I used to yell at my parents for smoking, and then going out with all my friends. I was in the car. My three three of my good buddies I was with all the time. They all smoked, and I didn't. And I was in the car with them. It was like I was smoking a pack <laughs> a night anyway. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, so one night I had a couple too many, and I started smoking with them, and I woke up with a pack in my pocket, and I was like, oh, I'm doing this now, ain't I? Stupid, stupid, stupid. I did the same thing. It was the same situation, and and I woke up, and it was like that decision. You either grab a cigarette and get rid of that taste in your mouth because now you're just getting used to it, Mm. or you go brush your teeth out and and Mm. spit. (laughs) So I, I did that one, so... Yeah, I, I tried it one night and decided that wasn't for me. So. No, it's sad. It, it's smoking sad, but I wish everybody could quit somehow. But that's what cracks you up with this whole pandemic. They were shutting gyms down. 
but they were still selling cigarettes. Now you make you under make me understand that the COVID attacked when your lungs are compromised. So we're gonna we're gonna push cigarettes. Like when you think they would also help the fact. And and when I smoked, I will tell you, I had more colds than ever because you're touching everything and then you're putting this thing in your mouth. Yep. I so it was like I don't know. So. We'll get rid of plastic bags here in New Jersey, but we'll continue to sell cigarettes. We'll save, we'll let humans get sick, but we'll save the animals, which you know I love, John. But you get my point with that. Biggest, bigger lobbyist. Yeah. But anyway, we went to. So the reason the show wasn't here, I actually went to. We were all PO'd because they changed the dates on that Maple Grove thing, and I was mad because I couldn't go Sunday. I had to go Saturday, and. Friday's night, they were supposed to rain, so they canceled Friday night show and put it in a, put it on Saturday. So we got to do the lesson because the VIP tickets for Friday night was seventy nine dollars. The VIP tickets for Saturday was one hundred and forty nine. John, so right. I ended up, me and my brother had the expensive tickets for the main show, but because we had to go Saturday, basically I gave them one hundred and fifty bucks, John. All right, that was nice of me. Yeah, but when it all came down to it, though, we had just as good a time because we got to see another part. We had a great time, me and my brother. It's like we don't get to spend. We work a lot together, but we don't get to spend a lot of just have fun time. Free time, yeah. We had a blast, dude. We went up. We got there at like nine o'clock. We left around seven, and we had a ball. We, you know, ate horrible. Brenda was with me. She wouldn't have been happy. I had two cheeseburgers, <laughs> a hot dog. Uh, couple orders of fries throughout the day I had a couple be- I had a beer and a couple sodas and it was a really junky junk food day John <laughs> uh, well sounds like it was a good time though it was a great time it was uh, prices were bad it wasn't like the beers weren't bad dude I got yingling drafts like the the big glasses not you know nice size glass and it was uh uh what you call it uh, or a bit. I'm sorry. I, my I'm lying here now. I looked. I was going to get that. I ended up getting a bottle. But it was the, it was it was a nice the full size Yingling can, and that was only six bucks, John. Okay. I don't think. I mean, that isn't bad. Six bucks for a Yingling, is it? No. No. And two burgers, two cheeseburgers, a large fry, and two cokes. What do you think? Two cheeseburgers. Uh, probably forty-two. No, you're you're making it feel good. We only got one one fry. It was a large fry between us because they had a lot on this little car, little carton. You know what I'm saying? No, it was twenty eight yeah. bucks. No, that's not bad. No, I mean about what you would spend at McDonald's anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I mean, dude, I went to Chick Fil A the other day, which I love Chick Fil A, and I know some people don't because of political reasons, but I love Chick Fil A. I'm sorry, but uh. Their salads now are a third the size because we always get that uh, market salad, and it has the yeah. strawberries, the bananas, and and the uh, I mean the strawberry bananas, <laughs> strawberry banana. You know where my mind is the shake, but strawberries and and it has apple in it with the apple cider vinaigrette dressing. Now yeah. they downsize that; it's like a third smaller, John. So that got downsized and the price went up. It was I got two garden salads and I got me for mom and Brenda. I got me a. Chick-fil-A sandwich with the cheese and the order of fries it was thirty dollars, John. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. it's not cheap, so 
But no, we had a great time. Uh, Ryan Martin ended up winning, but yeah, we had a good time. It was nice to get out with him and spend the day. And uh, it was I won uh, seven big ones off him, John. Hey, look at you. Yeah, we bet fifty a race. Everybody thinks we're betting fifty dollars, but it's fifty cents. <laughs> Want to go another fifty? Yeah, I'll go another fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we had a good time. It was a blast. They, uh, they, they cleaned up the place. New owners bought it. It's even nicer than it was last year. I did learn a lesson now. I'm not buying my tickets till a week before the event because there I would have saved myself 150 bucks. It just when they announce it, I get so excited. Kind of like when you buy your annual pass for Disney, you can't wait. You get so excited. You know, you don't want to spend the money, but you're excited to get it. As soon as the date became available, I bought the tickets and i got screwed john <laughs> well speaking of annual pass doug uh i saw bob and mary yesterday and they said they went back and got annual passes oh that's awesome i didn't know they did that yeah good yeah, for them yeah. it was nice to yeah, see so... mary in a park she was on my train the other day yeah yeah sounds like they've had a, a good uh a good little trip so far and quite a they, they spend about and and they're doing it the right way two three hours in each park and then go back to the room relax and stuff like that now they have annual passes there's no rush to have to knock everything all out at one time so oh i'm happy for him he did he they deserve it i'm happy that she because uh he you know it's weird in our well at least is as bad as you are but for the most part we're the three the three guys our three us three guys are the ones that push to go usually all the time and Oh yeah, lead the way. Yeah, and, and, you know, so. I'm certainly the one that wants to go other places. Lisa, for Lisa, I could probably get her the Epcot annual pass, and she'd probably be content at this point. I, I mean, she's she's kind of yeah. <laughs> not really into the other parks so much as she used to be. So, no, I'm, I, uh, but yeah, I'm happy for him. It's nice to because she is the last few times they've been down, she hasn't really gone into the park. She's been hanging out with uh She's been hanging out uh, outside and waits for him and meets him later, if you follow me. so Yeah. Yeah, they're staying over in the Flamingo Crossings area. He loves it over there. there. Yeah, yeah. They showed me pictures of the room, pictures of the pool and stuff like that. And they've got a, a suite, and I think they're staying like 10 nights or something. So they got a really good price on a suite. So um, they really, really enjoy it. And I, I met him over there at Persimmon Hollow, which is kind of like a – a local brewery tap house type place right there in Flamingo Crossings, and uh, and he kindly bought me dinner, so I, I very much appreciate it. Thank you very much, Bob. And what did you have? Uh, had a cheeseburger um, with, uh, and uh, like I told you, Doug, I had a whole bunch of dental work done about a week and a half, or not even a week ago now, it's six days ago. So my teeth are still really, really tender. So I had yeah. to eat the cheeseburger really slow. And instead of French fries or anything, I had the cauliflower macaroni and cheese. And it was pretty good, actually. So, uh, But and, it was nice and mushy. So. And what was this place's name again? I missed it. You broke it's, up for a second. It's called, it's called Persimmon Hollow. Oh, okay. And there's there's one in um, Lake Eola in Orlando. There's one over in Daytona Beach, I think, or New Smyrna Beach. And I think there's another one in Winter Garden, somewhere in Winter Garden, Winter Park, and then there's this one here, and um, and it's right in front of the Target, or right beside the Target store there in uh, Flamingo Crossings, right off property. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome, though. I'm glad you guys hooked up. You guys, I'm sitting here uh, hanging out, working around the house, and you guys uh, are down there playing in uh, Disney World. It was very sad for me, but I was happy to see my brothers together. It was a nice picture. 
Yeah, yeah, two big old bellies in that picture. <laughs> yeah, you guys make me feel good saying, uh, uh, you, we need a guy without a belly down here. I got a little belly going on, John. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a very flattering picture, but oh well. But, you know, at this point, I've been married 27 years. Who am I trying to impress? Well, so. Let's face it, John. I always make a picture look better, you know. So it would have been nice. It would have been nice. I get it. I get yeah. it. Captain we Handsome the, here. Captain Handsome in there. So. Yeah. But no, we ended up going down to uh, then last night. They have a thing called, or Friday night, they have a thing here called Restaurant Week in Atlantic City. All the hotels do these uh, four-course meal, uh, three-course meals, and they put up $40 for dinner, $23, I think, for lunch. And it's like all the higher-end restaurants like Gordon Ramsay Steak, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen, you know, a bunch of these different restaurants. Well, there's a restaurant called The Knife and Fork that uh, it's in Atlantic City, and we've talked about this before. Uh, Boardwalk Empire, you've watched that, right, Johnny? Yeah, yep. Sure. And Nookie Thompson was one of the big mafia guys from the day. He was like the mayor and the sheriff of Atlantic City. He's well-known in Atlantic City, and he, uh, he actually ate at this place, dude, which is pretty cool. And uh, they had a special. It, was, it Like, you go down and... You got the option of a, a, a crab and corn chowder with a, some jalapeno in it. They had two different uh, two different salads. That my wife ended up getting the one salad that was really, really good. And then they offered you, uh, you could upgrade to the lobster bisque for five hours more. So I got the lobster bisque, which was absolutely incredible. And uh, then you get the offer of an entree, which they had the filet mignon with potatoes. Uh, filet mignon with potatoes and you know uh, I think of broccoli then they had the uh, the blackened uh, salmon which Brenda ended up getting and then me and John me and my buddy John got the seafood risotto John which was absolutely out of this world I mean it was really really good uh, here it is I'm trying to bring it up what was actually in that plate that sounds like you had a really good time. Yeah, we had a great time. If I can only bring up the main menu, here we go. Seafood risotto. It had shrimp, crab, scallops, asparagus, and wild mushrooms in it, John. That does sound good. It was absolutely delicious. The risotto was cooked perfectly. I mean, and then, then they offered you a dessert, which I ended up getting uh, the uh, banana. It was a banana cream banana cream pie and it had okay. this the crust the graham cracker crust with the whipped cream it was so good dude and Brenda got the brownie they have a, a double chocolate peanut butter brownie and that, that was that was really good too so everything was great and it was so cool like the the inside like for being that old the ceilings and all the wood like they had all this wood inlaid in the ceiling it was absolutely gorgeous we had a we had a great, great time. We had a couple drinks, and uh, it was good. It was it's it was one of those things on a Friday night after work. It's hard to get your ass out the door at our age. You know, you're <laughs> rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling to do it. And then once you get there, you're like, we got to do this more often. What a great time we had. <laughs> Brenda's going, Friday well, night's the perfect night because then you still have your whole weekend. You, you understand what I'm saying? So. 
Uh, that's, how, that's how I feel like uh, stopping on the way home or going to a park on my last day, you know, uh, before before my couple of days off. It's like, I don't really feel like, do I just want to go home? But then once you get into the park, you're like, whoa, I'm so glad I came. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's exactly how we felt Friday night. And the company we have was great. I mean, Bobby and Jen, his wife, are two of my, one of my, my better friends. I mean, Robbie I work with, he's a... Uh, really good my other buddy jimmy made me feel bad because just the two of us went and my buddy robbie got the reservations and we felt bad on a friday night but we know jimmy and his son have and his family have a wife they kid has soccer all that kind of stuff but yeah he's one of my best buddies and then he had to give give us the guilt trip you know which it really hurt because <laughs> i did feel bad you know you know how i am john i'm very yeah, very I, very caring you're, you're very sensitive no but we had a really good time I, I can't wait to do it again. It's nice when you go out and spend the money, and it was worth worth it. And they have free yeah, valet parking. Like I go to the guy, he goes because we were we were just getting there on time. There was major traffic headed down the shore, and I don't do valet parking much. I, they, they, let me put it this way: the only time I've ever done valet parking was at Disney. It's the only place I really trusted, John. Ever since yeah. I seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I have not, I'm scared to death. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just don't. I mean, it's just off. It's weird. Just handing your keys. Yo, yeah, take it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Knock yourself out. yeah, but. Yeah, I, and generally they're what about a, a 19, 20 year old kid. So it's kind of like yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, luckily this guy was here. He was in his forties, so he's older, but he still looked a little ornery. I was a little nervous, John. But <laughs> the bottom line is, is I, uh, I enjoy. I, we really enjoyed ourselves. We pulled in there, and I go, "How much is this?" And he's like, "Well, it, it's complimentary." And then I, I had a double take because nothing's ever complimentary, John. He goes, "Just tip how you feel." So, but. No, we had a good time. Even that was nice. Usually they want to get you extra for the parking. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Of course. So, I mean, we still gave the guy a nice tip and all, you know. I mean, it still costs us, but it, it was nice for it to be my my decision, not 20 bucks. You know, just here. Yeah, there you go. So, but no, we had, a good, we had a really, really good time. And then missing all, a lot of Disney news over the last week, John. Yes, indeedy. Yeah. We were talking about prices and... Prices have gone up all the way around the parks, John. I can't believe it. I mean, they're saying with Columbus Day this weekend on this one article that the idiots went and bought Genie Plus out the door again, John. Well, yeah, 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 you can't help it. Yeah, why, though? We didn't need it, really, when I was there. The last time we saw $29, the highest price ever seen at the Magic Kingdom multi-option, was during the July 4th weekend. Multi-park at Magic Kingdom Genie Plus was priced at $23 on Friday. The other parks seen minor increases, Disney Animal Kingdom 16, Hollywood Studios 22, and Epcot 18. I mean, I have had so many, like, I have friends of mine and people that have bought this. And they still can't get a... They're buying it and still can't get on. With some of the problems with the loading of it and the, the app. and it, it is... 
You would think Disney would have... Disney, if they ever needed Apple to buy them or be with them for one reason, would be to run their products, their online products and their apps. Would you agree on yeah, that? Yeah, get some of that stuff to load a little quicker and a little easier. I don't. I, the, the the one thing I will say about uh, Disney Plus is I never have a chance, uh, problem loading that. That's one of the easiest of the streaming services for me to to uh, download and get a signal for so how about taking some of those folks and having them work with the rest of their apps you know yeah because genie plus stinks man the, the the only complaint i have about is uh with disney plus is the rewind and fast forward is the netflix is the easiest for that okay and the, the and amazon's not bad like it comes up with those blocks so you could see where you are like the way the apple the Apple TV and the Disney Plus are my two f least favorites to rewind or fast forward, but they do load good. But they, I don't yeah. like the rewind, pause, and all those options. They tried to be good, cute to do it different, and different didn't work, I don't think. But it does work good. But the, the Genie Plus, I go over with people that I'm booking trips for, and literally, I feel like I'm trying to teach them another language in a day i mean we need a rosetta stone for the genie plus <laughs> or the my disney experience app what do you think john yeah yeah that would help I, I still i don't really even fully comprehend the entire idea of it and lightning lane and the, the blend between the two and so yeah i haven't used it i haven't used it and i don't ever plan on using it I mean, so I, I really don't need to decipher it. You do as a travel agent. Yeah, because I, I have to navigate it for guests. But And I even yeah. have people like AJ, you know, Disney Food Blog. and Even on her videos, like every Disney vlogger complains about my Disney experience or Lightning Lane, at least here or there on their app, about the app. It's not easy, dude. It's not easy to navigate at all. Uh, Moana's officially open, John. Did you guys get to see any of that with the walls down when you were there the other day? No, they were still, actually that was two weeks ago, so they were still doing, uh, I think it was annual pass holder previews and that stuff that day, and so it was, uh, um, still a long, long line. I think when we pulled up and there, well, we drove through the, uh, you know, on, um, on uh, the monorail coming in, somebody was looking at it, and it was 260 minutes to get into it. Oh, who in the world wants to wait four hours to go see a, a bunch of fountains? I'm sure it's pretty. I'm sure it's an educational experience, but I'm not waiting four hours to see no. uh, fountains. No. So I have no interest. I'm not waiting four hours for anything unless a, maybe a Def Leppard concert at one point no. in my life, but that's about it. So. The only thing I'll wait four hours for is my wife to get ready to go out to dinner, John. <laughs> 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 you just turn on the football game, watch the entire and, game, watch you get ready, right? And so that's the only person I'll wait for four hours is my wife. John. That's about it. Uh, but no, I uh, I was watching. Speaking of AJ, she actually she's getting a little harsher on Disney than she normally was over there. She used to be kind of in the Lou Mangiello camp, but like the last year, she's been ramping up too. She was going on and on about all the cancellations of all the stuff at the parks, like. Epcot, whatever, like the whatever happened to all this crap, and she usually don't bring up any of that negative stuff, but like, it did make me think, like, wasn't there supposed to be a major refurb on, on Spaceship Earth, John? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, that wasn't that long ago. No, it just, that was, yeah, it just. Yeah, I think worked. that was after COVID or something. Yeah. They, they made news about that. So you know, she yeah, was ta- were, it's supposed to be shut down and and redone. So. So the point I'm making is, is they're talking about everything going on in Dino Land and all this crap. Don't get your hopes up right now because, <laughs> no, really, like, they, if you look back at last year's D23, about 80% of the stuff they said was going to happen didn't ain't and never will happen. You know, I mean, yep. there was supposed to be a major update on Spaceship Earth. That entire area where Moana is, was supposed to have another building, all kind of other stuff. There was supposed to be, remember in the other, the other innovations what, that they didn't tear down, John? That was supposed to be a whole, whatever happened to that whole kid's play zone? Remember that? Yeah, that. There was supposed to be an island-type thing, a two-story uh, building, uh, park setting yeah. Yeah. where you were going to be able to watch uh, the fireworks show from from uh, that area. So. Mary Poppins? Chim Chimney, what happened? That went away. Yep. There's supposed to be still a new movie for China. They announced that like over a year ago, and that's never came back, John. Yep. They were supposed to make a new movie. And then there, she went on and on about so many other things. And I, I mean, it. there's a lot of stuff that was supposed to be done that was never done. So Yeah, the, the China thing, that might be political climate currently. <laughs> so. Well, not with Disney. Disney's 100% with them. I mean, all their stuff's still made there. So, or a lot of it. And they still have the Actually, park over there and all. Yeah. So, I don't know. They, 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 I think Disney might be one of the few that don't have a problem. <laughs> to be honest with you. But no, I don't know what's going on with that. And there's been so many other things. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, my moral to the story is, everything they're saying sounds great. I, I am... I like dinosaur, but that's about as far as it goes for Dino Land. What about you, John? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying like after Dino Land, uh, dinosaurs. What else do you really like at Dino Land? Do you like anything else? Oh, uh, no, no. There's nothing there. I don't like the part. I don't like those games. I don't like no. the, uh, the the. You know what I like? I like the uh, reuse of uh, big truck tires as planters yeah i think that's a cool idea <laughs> there you go uh, that looks like something like jeffro does down in uh-huh. uh, you know down in georgia out, out in the sticks oh look at my planters over here uh-huh. <laughs> darling so, i yeah, made yeah. you some custom planters i took Actually, the tires that, off the old ford and put them out back that's a good idea for reuse for for tires you know yeah. so actually when i plant my garden next year if i get around to it uh, this time, I I might actually take that idea and make some tomato planters out of it. So there you go, there you go, Johnny. But no, I uh, don't get your hopes up. Like even like how Maelstrom was, and uh, I mean I missed the great movie ride. Like I love dinosaurs a lot. You know, it's always been one of my favorite rides. I won't be as nostalgic if they change that to something else, and it and it's just as good if they use the same ride. I'll be I'll be okay with that because for some reason. That hasn't settled into my bones the way the great movie ride did or Maelstrom or stuff like that. You agree with me on that? Yeah, I mean, I like the ride, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 good, but yeah, yeah, it's not real nostalgic or anything. No, like no sentimentality attached to it. You know, like I'll go to my grave saying that I wish they'd have built Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railroad because I do like that. I like that better than I ever thought I was going to. It's really good, but I still prefer the great movie ride over it. 
I wish they'd have just updated the Great Movie Ride and built a Mickey Minnie in Raverall Road instead of the back in Toy Story. You understand what I'm saying? Back towards that way, yeah. or you know, I wish they'd have did both. Why not? Why not put Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railroad over there in like Ariel, one of those, or the artist, the art of animation that you're not doing nothing with? Like, how many buildings? I mean, it's like the the how many buildings can they have empty at Hollywood Studios, John, at one time? Uh, a bunch. Yeah, it's been a long time. The American Idol closing down, the Doug Live, all all those buildings seem abandoned. All they never stay open, do they? Why didn't they just do something really great in there so you and not take away the great movie ride? Well, the rumor was for the longest time that in one of those they were going to have a uh, door, a door themed Monsters Incorporated uh, roller coaster. Yeah, which I thought would have been a cool idea. Absolutely. You know, because, at the end of that movie when he's riding through the yeah, doors and all yeah. that riding the doors so that would have been a cool thing it'd be so, really cool if they made you hang from your arms like they strapped you in <laughs> <laughs> now i could see putting my mother-in-law in there strap in mom you're safe just yeah. hang there yeah, this is good for you stretch out the back <laughs> there you go yeah they, they pay good money for this in uh, the gym these stretcher <laughs> apparatuses but no i mean the point i was making there's enough room in hollywood studios like why did you have to take one ride that that was actually good? Like, and I understand they didn't want to pay for all the rights for all that stuff anymore, the movie rights. But you just bought Star Wars. You bought all this crap that you own. Why wouldn't you use those uh, to make a new great movie ride? Yeah. Wouldn't you like to have both of them, John? Uh, great movie ride had negative connotations for me and Lisa, so I'm fine oh, with it. I'm well, sure. I get it. I forgot about that. But you get, to me, it didn't. You understand? You could yeah. see how somebody... Oh, yeah. I, but to, to us, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. So. But to me, it's existential. It's Disney. It's like, oh, that was on plane for me with pirates and everything else. So I do miss it, but I get why you don't, John. <laughs> yeah. I do believe, though, with how I know you, if that... Didn't happen. That would probably be one of your favorites because you're in this. You uh, love it, all it the old. For the long, yeah, yeah, it was for the longest time. I always liked the Humphrey Bogart scene. Yeah, uh, the, the Casablanca and how the propeller would start when you turn the corner. Yeah, and John yeah, Wayne always. Once, John Wayne reminded yeah. me of my dad all the time because that's who my dad kind of resembled John Wayne. Like he was that kind of guy, tough and old pilgrim. Once, he loved his cowboy go. hats. He didn't. Uh, talk much but when he said something you better have done it <laughs> or he'd rootin' tootin' bootin' you <laughs> yeah but you get my point but no i i wish they would have did imagine having an like the scene from because basically you know i call rise of the resistance now the great movie ride for star wars basically but you could have took some star wars scenes and put you could have used darth vader in that because you ain't using them. Like, there's been a lot of people, too, online wish they would use some of the older characters at at the, at Star Wars Land. What's your thoughts oh, on yeah, that? Oh, I, yeah. I, I would much prefer if it was themed after 4, 5, and 6. Mm -hmm. um, I, mean, I like Star Wars Land, but it's not nearly as... 
I don't have nearly the attachment to it uh, I would if it was most icy and uh, mm. indoor and in uh, Dagobah, you know, all yeah. my planets. So I mean, yeah, I was just saying that to myself I... about Dagobah, John. I was I was right on the tip of my tongue, Dagobah. Well, yeah, yeah. If, if you asked me what Dagobah was without having this conversation, if you said, Doug, what do you think about Dagobah? I said, like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only reason I know is because the conversation we're in right now. But if you just brought it up. Don't you wish they to put Dagobah down there? I'm like Dagobah down. What? What? What is Dagobah? <laughs> you know. So. Uh, actually, Dagobah looks a lot like my backyard. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Right behind my fence is. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Yoda's out there somewhere teaching some Jedi to become a Jedi master. Yeah, uh, I could just see him sitting on the rock right now, or the twig out there. there. Nah, but I don't know. I just wish uh, I would have liked to have seen them keep that. We did the. Uh, I got my. Did you start your Magic Kingdom uh, list yet? Yeah, yeah, I did it. I haven't um, uh, put them in order yet, but I got my son to do it already. So uh, I, I've got to do it, and then I'll get Lisa to do it, and we'll uh, we'll have some okay. comparisons. I'm gonna get a hold of Sean this week, get him to do it. I'm gonna get Bob to do it. Bob has annual pass now. He might be reinvigorated. There you go. So, but uh so what else do we have here, John? So Journey of Water inspired by Moana is open. What is the biggest thought you have about that opening? What's your thoughts? Like, what are you most excited about it? Uh, if it's an area that I can uh, get my... I've got a hat that I wear in the summertime that I can get wet, and then you put on the top of your head, and it cools you off. Can I get it wet? Mm. That's about it. <laughs> okay. My most excitement about it is is being able to walk through Future World with no freaking walls on. <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? You know, just so to look at my cattle. Epcot. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, because I miss the days of when you walked in and you could see basically all the way through the park, you know, like through areas and not just see green walls or orange walls or purple walls, whatever the hell walls. They were up, you know, that that's the thing I'm going to be most excited about, having my Epcot back. Even though they half-butted it, they didn't do half of what they said they were going to do, it's still, it's still something new I'm happy about. Yep, yep, just, you know, at this point, I don't even care if they finish the rest of the stuff, just like you said, get the, get the walls down. Yeah, so. get it open, and uh, I'm excited about the new show, see if it's anywhere better or close than it'll never be illumination but i'm excited about seeing that what about you yeah hopefully better than uh epcot forever or whatever that goonie goo goo uh show they had going yeah, for a i while. mean i get why like i know judith really liked it and some of our friends at the show but i think they get to the point where anything that waltz in you can't not like and i i loved all that but i don't love it as the main show there like i want the authenticity of epcot you understand what I'm saying? Something involved in that. That was just like, uh, let's do a mixtape and put all the greatest songs on the mixtape. Didn't you feel that's what that was about, John? How they just had every popular song from Disney basically in that? that yeah, pretty much what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's like they did a mixtape. Let's do a Disney uh, mixtape and we'll add some fireworks to it and call it a day. It was. It didn't feel like they put any effort into it. The, the effort that it deserved. That's just my opinion. Uh, what else? What are you opening? Another can of beer? Uh, maybe. Okay. Journey into Cheers. imagination. Cheers. Imagination with Figment closing for brief refurbishment in October, John. 
So I wonder uh, what they're going to do to that. Hopefully, they're not changing the whole attraction again, so, uh, unless they change it back to the original. Yeah, that's where it should have just stayed. The ride yes. is expected to reopen the guest on October 11th, so it's closed down right now for refurbishment. I I like that ride a lot. I don't do it every year because sometimes I just with with that other area. Like, when are they going to do anything with the uh, with the Honey I Shrunk the Audience building, John? Uh, they still do. They still have the little animated shorts in there. Yeah, but I mean, who goes there? I mean, I, exactly. You're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, how do you have a major building like with nothing really? That's nothing. I mean, it's okay. It was a cute. It's a cute little show. But do you ever want to watch it again? It's like, it's like to watch reruns. It has to be your favorite show. Like I can watch uh, Friends and Big Bang Theory over and over. Those shorts are not rewatchable. Do you Seinfeld? I mean, is it is it rewatchable to you after you see it once? No, no. We but I mean the thing was that they were replacing them about every three months, so it was like yeah. almost every time you went, there was something new in there. Yeah, so. but the same thing. I could see those shorts on Disney Plus, John. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be a ding dong here, even though I am one. But it's like, I what? That's a major building. You had one. Just they should have just kept Honey I Shrunk the freaking audience because that was a good if you didn't see it was a good ride it was better than these shorts it was better than anything they, i mean that michael jackson thing was a joke wasn't it captain eo i mean that was pathetic so they need to do something with that building there i mean it's been sitting for a long time it's like uh, we should do a count of what is there like 150 empty buildings right now in Walt Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> all across property yeah, yeah probably it's ridiculous uh, what else we have here? Holiday kitchen lineup 2023, John. Make Ooh, us hungry for some lunch. Along, alongside today's candlelight processional performers and dining packages, Disney has re released a complete lineup for holiday kitchens for this year's Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. They don't, they just have it like, they don't have the actual list of dishes yet. Yeah, they just yeah, have, the, they have the announcement kind of, of a, what is going to be there. All right. American holiday table. Enjoy a savory salute to the season with traditional dishes reminiscent of grandma's cooking. You mean you're getting some turkey? Probably. Hmm. Uh, Bavaria holiday kitchen in Germany. Wickelman. Apple strudel. A heartwarming, a heartwarming holiday cuisine and German beverages. Well, hopefully the red cabbage again. Bubbles and brine. Indulge in succulent seafood that pairs beautifully with champagne. I don't know about the champagne, but I like seafood. Mm. Uh, Char and Chop. Stop by this butchery-inspired holiday kitchen for gourmet meats. I'm going to say there's not going to be a vegan option at this place, so I like well, it Don't already. be surprised, John. <laughs> yeah. uh, holiday Hearth Desserts. The Odyssey Pavilion. Cozy up with sweet treats, hot cocoa, bliss from brews, and more. Holiday Sweets and Treats. Rock around the Christmas tree with cookies, hot cocoa, and specialty sips. Sure to top the nice list. Le Cham. Holiday Kitchen between Morocco and France. Propose a toast to life as you enjoy classic deli noshes with a side of New York flair. Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen in Mexico. Feliz Navidad. Take your test bud south of the border to celebrate the season. Uh, France Pavilion La Mache de Noël. Holiday Kitchen. Feast on Tray Magnifique. Fair. Plus, refresh your spirit with professionally cocktails. Noche Buena Cochina near test rack spice up your holiday kitchen with delicious dish packed with bold latin flavors shanghai holiday kitchen have yourself a merry little meal with popular chinese plates and potables uh 
Chiwasu Holiday Kitchen in Japan. Please your palate with festive dishes and drinks from the land of the rising sun. World Showcase. Cool off with whimsical frozen treats and chilled beverages. I like the fact that they realized that Florida is still hot in the holidays and we still have a refreshing. <laughs> yeah. So. And my page reloaded so I couldn't get the last one. <laughs> uh, uh, Tangerine Cafe. Is that, right. Did you read that one yet? That's nope, Flavors nope. of Medina. Morocco Pavilion embark on a culinary adventure to Morocco featuring grilled kebabs, hard ciders, and more. Tuscany Holiday Kitchen, Italy Pavilion. Mandarine savior and and seasonal take on some of the world's best loved foods and beverages. Wine and Wedge near Disney's Traders. Snack and art on artesian cheeses and accompaniments. Uh, which pair of wine went up to Parallel with wine, port, and more. Yukon Holiday Kitchen, Canadian Pavilion. Ding, jingle your bells with delightful Ooh, dishes. Careful. And libations. Careful with my bells, please. <laughs> and libations from the Great White North. And additional locations. Funnel Cake, uh, near the American Adventure, Joffrey's Coffee, to Refreshment Outpost, and Refreshment Port. So there's like 21 kitchens here, John. Different areas to grab stuff. So that ought to be pretty interesting. Yeah, there's definitely more than the first couple of times I remember going out there with Lisa. There was like six of them. So, yeah, this is becoming a regular uh, holiday or a regular food festival now. So, Well, there were 17 regular, and then there was those four with Joffrey's yeah. and stuff. So, Eplite, uh, Eplite. What's Eplite? You ever been to Eplite before? Epcot, Several times. Yeah, Epcot Candlelight Processional Dining Packages and Prices. For the low, low price of two seventy-five, you can get a bucket of popcorn and get a front row seat at the Candlelight Processional. Uh, Disney has announced today dining packages for the 2023 Candlelight Processional Epcot go on sale on October 17th. This year, eight, eight restaurants are available, all located in Epcot, with two available for the same day dining without advance reservation. And... Uh, spice Road table, two small plates and a non-alcoholic beverage per person plus tangerine and dessert platter for you to party to share. All other participating restaurants, an appetizer, entree, and dessert, or a full buffet family-style meal with a non-alcoholic beverage, and one seat guaranteed per dining package. Uh, here we go. You got Arakush. Royal Banquet Hall and at the Norway Pavilion. Uh, what do you think it is for breakfast here, John? $71, I see it. I mean, for breakfast? what the hey-ho? I mean, that must be that smoked salmon. I guess they're anticipating you taking all the smoked salmon. Dude, I mean, I could buy breakfast. I mean, I've told you going to Geetzee's has gotten expensive here lately. But I could go to uh, Geetzee's like almost all week and eat myself breakfast there for 71 bucks. And lunch and dinner is 83 I don't know if this buffet is worth that. Do you, John? Uh, that's one of the places I've never eaten, but I doubt it. I've done lunch there. It was good, but not great. Uh, and Brenda ended up shooting. Dude, there could be one hair floating around in the entire Epcot. And my poor wife will find it on her plate. And she got a hair there at a, at a Nurkush's back in the day. But the food was, it wasn't bad. They got a lot of like cold potato salads and stuff like that. They got a lot of cold dishes too, which I found very interesting, John. 
Yeah, actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea on a summer no, afternoon. Then, so. No, it wasn't bad. We enjoyed it. My brother-in-law, Mark, actually treated us to that lunch, so it was, it was really good. Children are 45 for breakfast and 53 for lunch and dinner. I don't know. I haven't met many children that can pack down 45 hours worth of breakfast. Do you? Have you, John? I don't think I can pack down $45 worth of no. breakfast. So. Beer garden, 65 for adults, 37 for children. I mean, that doesn't strike me as bad as 71 for some reason. It's both really bad. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I think beer garden regular price now is is it was 42.99 about a year before the pandemic. So I think it's probably just without this is probably 58 or 59. So yeah, I mean, I, I, that's about right. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty steep. Yeah. Well, my I mean, I'm going to get a little little hypocritical going back and forth now. I will say, after I went out, this is a prefix meal. I just went to Atlantic City at the night. Like I said, it was $45 of what we paid because we upgraded the uh, to the lobster bisque. But, I mean, if I want to argue on the be uh, argue on the other side, I could say this is at Disney World. And uh, $63 at the Garden Grill Pavilion isn't that bad. And 78 for lunch and dinner. I You're in Disney World, so... And it is a three-course meal here, at least. You know what I'm saying, John? Yeah, coral and, and, you, and yeah. you are getting the reserve ticket for the Candlelight Processional, which yeah. for a lot of people means that you don't have to stand there waiting in line for hours to, yeah. to see the show. So, and you can get and on that, rides, that's what you're really paying. Yeah. So, so a lot of people, you know, that's worth $10, $20 by itself, so the fact that you don't have to wait there for yeah. three hours at the end of the night to see the show. So. And you got to eat. You're going to pay. If you sit down at the Coral Reef, because I skipped one when I went to the Garden Road, but the Coral Reef is 78 for adults, 32 for children. If you go eat an appetizer, a lunch, I mean, an appetizer, entree, and a dessert, you're going to spend more than 78 a person. Or you're going to be right there. Am I wrong? Yep. Chances are very likely. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah I don't guess this is is too extreme. You know. Yeah. So. It's not out of. It's not that bad out of whack. Uh, Garden Grill is sixty three and seventy eight, which Garden Grill is if you want good home cooking. Most of the stuff comes out of the Land Pavilion. So, now here's where we get into some money here, John. Yeah, which, well. which, which, all kidding aside, I'm not trying to be a turd here. I would probably spend. I would probably spend a hundred dollars for me and Brenda here if we drink a piece, but this is not alcohol included. But me and her don't always get appetizers and desserts. When I go to La Cellier, I know I'm getting that steak. I'm getting the the, the potato, you know, the potato, steak, potatoes, the whole nine yards. I'm gonna fill up on that bread. I don't really need. I don't. You, we don't get appetizers there every time we go. So, but we would still, with alcohol, would spend a hundred and four a person. What about you? Yeah, uh, I think the fillet right now is what sixty-five. Yeah. So if you got if you got the fillet, um, and then you got a bowl of the cheddar cheese soup as an appetizer for I think fifteen probably. So you're at eighty, and then you paid twelve thirteen for the cream brulee dessert. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, that's probably the that's if I were on death row, that'd probably be my last meal. That sounds <laughs> damn good. <laughs> yeah. But, but and so. You're at 93, 95, so yeah, and then you pay nine dollars not to have to wait in line for the for the show. Yeah, so, so I mean it is expensive, but it's not horrible. I mean I get it. Regal Eagle Smokehouse has the same day dining package, and it says only forty one dollars. I mean, <laughs> I mean 
that is good food, but is $41 worth it, John? No, that one you're getting, what, maybe $20 worth of, of food, mm-hmm. and now you're paying $21 to not have to wait in line. So. Yeah, I don't know what the appetizer or dessert would be there. We have to look into that one of these days. Yeah, maybe get a th- extra yeah. side or something, and then they do have – they do have uh, – Actually, I think they, I had a banana cream pudding or something there. Yeah, and it was so there you really go. Good, that so. might be worth yeah, $41, yeah. John. Uh, this one here isn't – this is probably the best value like best it always deal. is. Best deal. Yeah, yep. $66 at Rosen Crown, dude. I mean, how good uh, – that's a hell of a deal if you get an appetizer, the meal, and uh, dessert for that. Last time I went, Doug, I ate by myself uh, back, I think, right before the pandemic. And – I got the bangers and mash. I got um, a scotch egg as an appetizer, and I had the sticky toffee pudding, and then probably two Guinnesses. And I think I spent, even with my discount and everything, I think it was still $98 or something. So, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I do believe that is still, I mean, besides the walkway, the bangers and mash is one of the best things I've turned you on to, ain't it? Or isn't it? Yeah, it's. Yeah, they, I, I mean, I, I like the whole British pubs anyway, so, mm-hmm. yeah, but then the, I've never tried the bangers and mash before you talked me into it, so they were really good. Uh, but I really like that shepherd's pie there, too. And oh, it's it, delicious. Uh, it's, yeah, that's fantastic, so. No, I've never had a bad meal at the Rosen Crown. I mean, the one time we did eat there, we talked about, like, I don't know if they had a different chef or whatever. The It was still very good, the... Uh, it was still very good, the bangers, and, but it had a different flavor to it. It wasn't as good as it normally is. I mean, the only appetizer I see here on the menu is that scotch egg, John. So I guess you'd have that's to That's all I need. Yeah, I guess that's you, all I need. And that's $13, but I guess they have salads. You know, I mean, you could probably get a salad or something like that, I'm sure. Uh, the entrees are bangers and mash, fish and chips, and shepherd's pie now. So. Well, there you go. I'll take the shepherd's pie. You get the bangers and mash, Doug. We're in business. So the sticky toffee pudding is to die for, which is really good. Oh, it's good. And they have a gelato. But the sticky toffee pudding is $9. The bangers and mash is 23 So now you're at 42 And then 13 for the scotch egg, you're at $55. So they're charging an extra 10 11 bucks to get in there. So Yep. And But no, I'm lying. They give you a drink, too, a non-alcoholic drink. So, oh, well, so yeah, you're yeah, 60 you're right bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. and now here's my other favorite, which they announced Spice Road Table for 55 is not a bad deal, 24 for children, and that's about it. So, if you look at it, uh, that's it's that's not actually a, by far the best deal for uh, kids, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, no, I'm all I'm I don't think it's bad. I'm ha- I mean, I'm okay with it. I you're gonna spend. So, I mean, at least you get the show with it. You got to eat anyway. That's what I tell everybody. If you plan on going to Canlight, instead of waiting around, you can go get on Test Track or Guardians or do a ride instead of standing in line. Because we've stood in line, and you'll stand in line for a good hour sometimes for that show. Uh, I think nowadays it's even longer. There's usually people, as one show is about 10 minutes, as they're letting people in for one show, there's already people lining up for the next show, you know? So well, that's what... Two hours away or something. So. Yeah, I think Neil Patrick Harris is a little longer ride than Brian Dennehy. Maybe you know, we've done the dinner package yeah, and we've true. done that's and true. we've done the waiting. The only time we waited was for Brian Dennehy. The other times we ate, 
because it was like you got to eat anyway. It was my thing. We actually did the Cellier both times. So, but I forget what we paid back in the day. It was nowhere near this much. Doug, this is one of the things that I've never done out there. I keep meaning to. We keep it. It's on our on our list, but it's just one of the things. But maybe this is the way that we could talk ourselves into doing it is having a a ticket or a seat, yeah. so we didn't have to, you know, end up waiting yeah. for two hours to get into it. So yeah, it's a phenomenal show. It's really good. I mean, it's almost, in my opinion, but I love Christmas and I also love this. This is one of the things that it made it worth the price of admission. I'm just, this is the Disney difference, like this stuff that they give you. But I'm surprised they haven't put up a wall around this place and charged to go into it. Like, that's the next thing. Like, if you're walking around this area, you got to put these headphones on. You're not allowed to listen for free. <laughs> Keep on moving. Yes. You know, <laughs> keep yeah. on moving. Yeah. You can't stand over there. Don't stand by those restrooms over there in America. Yeah. You got to keep on, keep on walking. Exactly. So I'm surprised they haven't bumped it up somehow. But anyway, this year uh, the announcers are the narrators are Chrissy Mentz. You know who she is? Uh, she, what the hell is that name of that show? Uh, it was a major show that was on, uh, NBC, on NBC, uh, we watched it for years because I'm going to be reading to you, uh, one of the other narrators that would give me an outside chance of Brenda possibly going is just because how much she loves him. Uh, I'm trying to find the name, I'm trying to think of the name of the show, John, it, it is not coming to me, uh. All right. Uh, well, maybe you'll... Uh just is not coming to me anyway she's a part of it. she's a heavy set girl that played it it was nbc it was the biggest show mandy moore was on it uh and this guy simon uh brown was on here so but chrissy mentz is on there she's actually it's her first time they got a lot of new ones this year november 24th and 25th Luis fonzie you know Louis fonzie you know who that is Hey! <laughs> no, not that one, no. dude. No, not Henry Winkler. <laughs> he or she's there, the 26th or 27th, and I hope he or she are the only two pronouns I know, so it's <laughs> it's one or the other. And Margaret there, John. Remember when I was a kid, I had, me and Elvis Presley both had a crush on Ann Margaret. She, there you uh, go. She was awesome in Grumpy Old Men, too. You remember Grumpy yeah, Old Men? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, she was, wow, okay, yeah, yeah. she's been around a while. Yeah, she has been, but she's an oldie but a goodie, John. But, uh, yeah, she's there the 28th and 29th. Uh, Simu Lu is there November 30th through the 2nd. My buddy John Stamos is there the 3rd through the 5th. And the one of the most popular one, he's back every yeah. year, Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's everybody's favorite. So he's going to be there the 6th through the 8th. Marley Marley Matlin, uh, she's the one. She's a little deaf. She does. I think she might even sign a little bit of it. I don't know, but she's there to nine thirty eleven, and then Brendan Fraser, man, he has changed so much from when a kid to what he is now, hasn't he? <laughs> I, I yeah, don't even I mean, recognize he, him. Yeah, and he does, does. He's like doing serious roles now, isn't he? I mean, yeah. because I remember him from The Mummy and yeah. uh, uh, Bedazzled. Um, that silly movie with uh, him and uh, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, so, she still uh, looks uh, like the same. That girl, she she drinks from the Hurley? Fountain of Youth. I want to know where she's drinking oh, from. Oh, she's, yeah. she's a This is a Disney podcast, John. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. 
Keep Ooh. those <laughs> impure thoughts to yourself, Johnny. Uh, all right then. Yeah. Uh, all right. But uh, yeah, she. Uh, I, and he was in that biodome or something. I mean, he's a bunch of yeah, crazy, yeah. <laughs> stupid stuff. So, but I don't. He he was up for Academy Award this year for I know, that role. I know. Yeah, that's so. what I was like. Holy yeah. crap! <laughs> and then Eva Ligoria from Desperate Housewives to fifteen through to sixteen, fifteenth and sixteen. Hey, oh, 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 hanging tough. Joey McIntyre from New Kids. <laughs> December 17th and 18th. And this is my wife's favorite. Sterling K. Brown. You know who he's from that show, John. I mean, I actually have to admit, my he's my wife uh, kind of likes him a little too much, John. Uh, a little uncomfortable there, I see. <laughs> uh, kind of a, uh, kind of a little uh, jealous of him a little bit. I'm just kidding. Oh. But no, Brenda really... Uh, she loves... If you watch the show, uh, she the character's name was Randall... She actually loved him. It, the show was called This Is Us. Thank goodness. Yeah, This Is Us. And uh, it was the most popular show on like ABC. It was really cool. Like, uh, If you ever watch it, it, it's a very great show, but it's also a tearjerker. Let me put it to you this way. We watched the entire, every year, I think it was on four years, whatever it was. We still, it, was, it, it got so sad at the end. Me and my wife still haven't been able to watch the last episode. <laughs> that bad huh? yeah yeah like we we don't want to be totally depressed till that you know what i mean till we're both ready to go jump off the back of the roof so yeah yeah but she loves him the character's name was randall he was like the good son in it he was adopted by a white family and they treated him as his own and it was amazing how they're all brothers and sisters and how much they love each other and it, it's a really good show but he's there the 19th and the 20th so I'm hoping his uh, her love of him maybe get me down there to see him. Uh, Jordan Fisher, he's from he's been all over the place. He's a young actor, dancer, and all. He was on Dance with the Stars, December 21 through 23. Stephen Curtis Chapman is there 24th through 26, so he'll be there Christmas Day. Audra McDonald, which is new, she's there December 27th and 28th, and Lisa Lang, the old View host, 29th and 30th. So. I love the Candlelight Processional, and they have some. They really upped their game this year. They got some really new ones there. Yeah, with some uh, somebody that, that somebody that I that I missed that I I know I had actually wanted to see was Trace Atkins because I, yeah. I think I dig his voice. So uh, yeah. when the I Lord think, came down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and smoked now, yes, yeah, so. yeah, 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 I could just see so, it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, how do we both end up sounding sound like Eddie Murphy and and, uh, <laughs> and coming to America? Did we remember when the preacher wrote? Uh, Let me tell you I how don't. much I love you. Yeah, God bless you. Uh, yeah, the only person, Doug, that I could imagine that I would I would absolutely love to see out there do this would be, of course, um, uh, dot, 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 help me out, uh, Darth Vader. Uh, oh, sim, uh, 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 oh, now uh, you got me, uh, James Earl Jones. <laughs> Yeah, yes. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Can you imagine him doing it? Oh, oh yeah, it would be goodness. awesome. That would be so awesome. Yep. And if he broke into winner, get over here, Simba. <laughs> right in the middle of it. <laughs> Disney fans will go nuts. Oh, crap. Uh, uh, first look at the new Luminous mini barges deployed in World Showcase Lagoon. Do you think they used, I mean, I know they did, but do you think they uh, used the Luminous try to bring back all the Illumination fans? <laughs> By using the term luminous? You think? Yeah. Uh, 
I wish they would just like replay the whole show again and just rename it Luminous. <laughs> we're meant we're wrong without saying. Right? How do you know you're wrong without saying you're wrong? <laughs> yeah, but they got the new mini barges. Uh, new show platforms are unique in that they are brought out into the lagoon daily. How is that freaking unique? That's what they used to do. <laughs> oh my god like who wrote this i mean the four mini barges are pulled out of each large barge by a boat and docked into the position is this a deja vu john on the recently mm. installed pilings in the lagoon so that's what they're amounted to but was this person what's this person like eight years old writing this article they don't remember illumination used to bring the barges out every single day around what two o'clock three o'clock john over there at the bridge yeah. i would stand there and yeah, watch bring them up that draw bridge yep I, I i i see doug over there with like a uh, a popsicle or uh you know a lollipop like a little kid looking at it as they yeah. go by going wow cool or a big so. man's lollipop a canadian molson canadian there you <laughs> go at least 24 of these mini barges will be deployed around World Showcase Lagoon, allowing show designers to position effects in a wide area across the water and quite close to guests watching on the promenade. Luminous will have more than 30 floating platforms to deliver fireworks, lighting, and fountains. So, it sounds like it's going to be very, uh, very, uh, how can I put it, grandiose, big. It'll be an amazing show. Uh, today's testing also spectacular. shows spectacular mini barge. I'm just thinking about the size of it with all this stuff. The mini barges will be docked. We can see from the photo below that the mini barges radiate out from the large barges. These three of the mini barges are arranged in a straight line, radiating out from the back of the large barge. These are tethered together with a rope that hold them in position. And a biblical cord presumably supplies power to data signals from the main barge. So they're saying there's going to be a main power source there. But there's going to be 30 barges. I'm not going to continue reading this. But it does look pretty spectacular with the heart in the middle of it and the whole nine yards. So we shall see. I'm interested to see what this is all about. You know, maybe we can get over to losing of our illuminations, John. I don't think we ever yeah, will, do you? Uh, I don't know. I, you know what, Doug? I'd be fine if they just brought back the parade and the illuminations altogether. <laughs> Let's yeah. just go back to celebrating the turn of the century. Yeah. What was the name of that parade, fine. John? Festival of... Uh, Festival of... Uh, no. Um, no. Tapestry uh, of Nations. Of Nations. That's it. I got that's that tattooed on my cheek, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Actually, Doug, if you were going to get a tattoo, I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> That would be the only one. I'm not a tattoo kid, but... I, I love that parade. That was yeah. so great. Yeah, Tapestry of Nation. It was one of the things that me and my mother-in-law loved. Like, she loved the parade, and she absolutely loved that parade. And they would see the stilt walkers, and they would all... You could do that, Doug. Yeah, maybe I could retire doing that. I remember seeing the stilt walkers. Like, there's... One of them go down, I'll go run over and take their stilts, and I'll, the show must go on. We can do that. There you go. Uh, behind the attraction season two coming to disney plus go behind the scenes of pirates of the caribbean big thunder mountain epcot and more john i'm excited about this because i like the first one do you watch any of the behind the attraction i watched the the one that when it came out and it was uh the matterhorn in disneyland I, I saw some of that stuff but other than that no i haven't i need to watch start watching these no, uh, they're very good. I can see, 
I can see some of my buddies from Pirates, so that'd be mm. kind of cool. So, uh, Walt Disney unveils kids play and dine for fifty percent off special for twenty twenty four spring vacation. So, uh, there are these offers, dude. My inbox for my travel agent site. They're binging all kind of stuff now, John. That I haven't got binged in a long time. Uh, children ages three to nine, three theme park tickets, dining plans will be half off with the purchase of the non-discounted four-night, four-day Walt Disney World Company package. So that's a little something, ain't it, John? If they dine and play for free, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. So, what else do we have here, Johnny? Epcot brings Mars closer to Earth with new Mission Space exhibit. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, space at Walt Disney World's Epcot has a new addition created to the combined efforts of Disney's Imagineering and NASA's per Perseverance Mars rover team. With uh, your new display up uh, I'm sorry. A uh, new display replicates the tread marks left by the Perseverance rover on the surface of Mars using a borrowed prototype rover wheel. Disney artists also added some surface collection tubes recreated some 3D printing. Uh, it gives you an idea of what the surface of Mars may actually look like when the, and the uh, print of our rover as it's making its way around. Perseverance continues its mission on Mars to collect samples that a future mission could one day return to Earth. So, cool. How the hell is this? Smoke from Canadian wildfires choke air quality at Walt Disney World? Have you noticed problem with the air quality? Yes. Yep. That is crazy yeah. that they, them Canadians are attacking you. Did, did they light a fire? <laughs> did they light a fire at the Epcot Pavilion in Canada to make it real authentic or something, John? No, no. Somehow that stuff's drifted all the way down here, and yeah, it, it's making some. We've got some hazy days and stuff like that. It's basically the smoke all the way up there from the wildfires that has made its way down here and settled over the over the peninsula. But I mean, that's no no big surprise because we have days in the summer where the we get so you'll walk outside and it'll be dusty and that's the Sahara dust that was mm. picked up in the desert of the Sahara and then it makes its way all the way across the Atlantic Ocean and lands on us. So yeah, we get some weird weather patterns. And yeah, some that's wacky some naughty stuff, stuff so. man. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's this crap here? Disney. Uh, my bad. Uh, new Epcot style signage comes to living in the land boat ride, John. Ooh, isn't that fancy? Yeah, have you seen it? Biotechnology no. Land. They inside the ride where they have the signs up. They have a biotechnology lab. They put new uh, signage. You know how they would show you where you're going through. Yeah. They, they have the signs. They update them. They look really good. Yeah, was well, they were getting a little long in the tooth, so it's nice to see uh, some of that stuff get redone. Uh, Disney Springs has stuff. You can go Disney Springs unveils Halloween festivities in celebration of Freeform Hulu and Disney+. Plus. The Edison at Disney Springs unveils a time-traveling cocktail, John. Uh, can we go Ooh. back uh, like 20 years and get some money back or something, John, you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's a no, Doug. Some mad, bad money we spent. New visual effects debuts and debuts in Muppet Vision 3D at Walt Disney World, John. What's this all about? Uh, Muppet Vision 3D at Hollywood Studios has a brand new theater projection effect. The Waldo bursting scene now includes projection mapped 
images <laughs> extending beyond the screen and along both sides of the uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I thought they were really trying to go. I thought you said Waldo's birthing scene. <laughs> so what the hell? <laughs> Are they trying to prove a man could have a child now, too, to take uh, it to extremes, uh, or why here? Yeah, uh, that would be a, a bit much. Uh, uh, form, magic Form uses Sonoma 15 has a video of the do do do. Uh, Muppet Vision 3D has been enjoying some real renewed maintenance efforts recently with new carpeting and seating installed in the return of the fog blast at the end of the screen that was missing for years. That's cool. Yeah. I see the Muppet Vision get a little, little, little love. love. So. Yeah, I mean, it should be in tip top shape, John. What do we have here now? Uh, Spaceship Earth gets some new uniforms, not costumes. Designed for Epcot's World Celebration cast members. I like the new uh, uniforms they have up front. I've seen the new at the gate they have them too. I don't mind them, do you? No, 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 they look pretty cool. And I would certainly be happy if they wanted to update our uniforms at some point and give us a shorts option. So that would, yeah, that would be absolutely fine with me. Yeah, especially now they're all free and willy-nilly on tattoos and piercings and everything else. You guys should yeah. be allowed to wear shorts. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I don't I, know I, why I, I can see it, the guy's legs that's entering Epcot, but I can't see yours on the bus. And I would like yeah. to check out your legs, John. I would like to see a little nice-looking calf. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. And and I'm a Floridian, and so uh, I, I spend 99% of my life in shorts. So it's it hurts me every morning when I put on pants to well, go to work. <laughs> see, I have to admit now, you're exaggerating a little bit because you've been in, How many years you've been there now? On the bus? Uh, I've been a bus driver for almost four. Okay, so, so you spend eight hours a day. So I'd say you're about sixty uh, percent of your time in your short shot. Well, right. Don't be lying to our. We got to keep our authenticity here on this show. We got to rep to protect about lying, John. We can't because you'll never hear me exaggerate about anything on here. <laughs> <laughs> so never keep use you hyperbole. Or no, or never, no. John. Never. Okay. All right. Uh, good, good for Walt. And the family here, Walt Disney pledges uh, $1.5 million to over 15 Florida charities, so Disney doing good deeds. Uh, Luminous, Symphony of Us firework dining package is added to restaurants at Walt Disney World, John. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I wonder where the preferred uh, viewing areas are going to be. Probably down there between the two shops. Um uh, right there when you enter World Showcase, right? That'll probably be the preferred um, area for watching the show. Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, this is here. They're saying uh, guests with the firework dining package reservations on night through December 4th, 2023 will see Epcot Forever starting December 5th, 2023. Guests will See the new fireworks spectacular, Luminous, the Symphony of Us. Spice Road table packages cost 79 So there, you're sitting at the resort, apparently, here. With Rose and oh, Crown, yeah, okay. with Rose and Crown price that's 89 the 90-minute package both include unlimited beverages and table-side viewing of the nighttime spectacular. That sounds very, very interesting, John. Yeah, that's that does not a bad deal at all. I mean, it, it, it because you can just sit there and drink three or four sodas and, and have yeah. dinner while the right before the show begins. That's That sounds great. Spice Road Tables dining package includes a prefix menu, your choice of two small plates, a shared tan, tangine available starting May 15, 2023, a dessert platter, unlimited beverages. 
Guests must be 21 years or older to consume alcoholic beverages. I mean, if they're giving you an, an, a valid form of ID, they're giving John unlimited alcohol, beers. He could drink the $79 <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, somehow I doubt it's unlimited beer. Or yeah, you probably they, get they, two they beers or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pricing seventy nine per person for adults and twenty nine for children. Now I could get that. That that's yep. a usually it's seventy nine for adults, forty nine for children. You know what I mean? So, check in begins sixty minutes prior to show. The dining experience will last exactly ninety minutes, including the show end. So the show is going to be like close to thirty minutes. If you can yeah. check in sixty before, so. Rose and Crowns, your dining package includes prefixed menu where you can choose one appetizer, one entree, one dessert, selection of unlimited beverages. So, and that's pricing 89 and 39. Check-in begins 15 minutes prior to show. The dining experience lasts approximately 90 minutes, ending with the show's end. So, John, I think uh, I think I would go for that. Yeah, I think I, I would too. And it, you know what? It's going to make it because uh, what we used to all try to do was to make those reservations sometimes. Well, so you had a reservation yeah. at uh, Rosen Crown or something, and but it was always inconvenient of trying to get there and then uh, people seating other people once the show began, people getting up and leaving in the middle of the show. No, well, now everybody's there to watch the show. And so, you know, everybody's locked in for the most part once the show begins. Nobody's getting up moving and stuff. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a problem with this at all. It sounds like a good, good idea. So. No, absolutely, very good idea. Uh, another good idea. This is. I don't. This is another one of the things that I don't understand. What took so long to come back? Watercraft resumes service between Disney's Contemporary Wilderness Lodge and Fort Wilderness Resort at Walt Disney World. Like, why? Like, this is the same damn thing as the trams. Like, what? What took so long for this crap to come back, John? These are like the and, the things you pay all the extra money for, the trams and the water taxis. Am I wrong? Yeah. Well, well tell me when the boats are going to come back between the two sides of Disney Springs. Um, because you used to be able to get the one over at... Um, uh, da, 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 over at the landing, Rainforest over Cafe, behind... Yeah, the, Rainforest yeah. Cafe yeah. and take it over to uh, House of Blues. Yeah. And you can't do that right now. So. No, I don't get it. I mean, because that again... It wasn't that you couldn't walk it, but it was a it was a it was a beautiful ride, See, especially at nighttime, seeing all the buildings lit up. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it worked out great for me and Lisa. We'd always do the surface parking still way back behind House of Blues, go into Disney Springs on that side, make our way very slowly around the entire um, complex, end up over by Rainforest Cafe, and then just take the boat all the way back to House of Blues, get out and be at our car. So yeah. it worked out fantastic. So. Yeah, because it makes you sometimes not want to meander that far. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah, you, well, you know you get the too. ride back, so. Uh, the Seas with Nemo debuts a new fresh color palette, so that's good news. They're updating that and changing it out a little bit. Have you done Seas with Nemo many times? Uh, several times. I haven't done it in probably a year now. Uh-huh. But. Celebrating two years of Cosmic Dining Space 22 220 restaurant to unveil new cocktails and mocktails, John. So new ways to get drunk in space, basically. Alright, then. Uh, what else? Uh, more of that crap with them two fighting. <laughs> About now they're going... Uh, reveals its latest plans on trapping the annual passes. They're going back and forth over that. 
There was something else I seen here that, like, I came back and it seemed like it scrawled down way too far. Halloween party is, I think that's almost sold out. Nights in November and December now sold out for Vicky's very merry Christmas party. So. Yeah, actually, I'd be jealous of the people going to the party tonight. It's absolutely going to be a wonderful night to go. The people, you know, last week when it was still 91 degrees have to be a little frustrated. They didn't wait until October, middle of October to go. So. Well, this is good news. Winnie the Pooh meet and greet moves back to the United Kingdom Pavilion. I like that. I used to like seeing Pooh. Like, that would, me and Brenda always roamed through those shops, right? And we would always, like, not even know he was there, just all of a sudden bump into Pooh in that back room. You know, I would, I mean, that would always be cool. My little heart would go flutter, John. Yeah, hey, look, there's a little Pooh. Yeah. But you know what I'm getting at. We would always never know. I I don't think a lot of people, because those lines never got ridiculous back there. I think a lot of people didn't know he was back there. Well, there's, Doug, I mean, there's a lot of people that, especially for the food festivals, uh, Flower and Garden, the Food and Wine Festival, they never even make their way back into any of the pavilions. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that promenade could be absolutely packed of people uh, partying and having a good time and, and drinking and going crazy. And then you walk 10 feet back into Canada, and there's not a soul back there. So it's it's the same way in a lot of those pavilions. Although the uh, last time we walked through the UK pavilion, they have the new um, rock band that's playing some decent hits, and they actually I like some of the stuff they're doing. They're they're playing a little more contemporary. Uh, yeah, uh, well not uh, not current, but you know more of. They moved uh, up ten years. They ain't yeah, here, but yeah. they moved up 10 years. Late 70s and, and yeah. a lot during the 80s. Yeah. So I'm just waiting one day to walk through there and hear them playing some Def Leppard or something. But, yeah, they play a lot of Stones now. They played some Queen and uh, somebody else. that I, I think a David Bowie song. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot. So. Are they as good as British Invasion? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like their song, uh, uh, their song list a little better. But no, I, and I didn't really full, uh, fully sit and listen to the whole, the whole concert either. But like you said, Doug, a lot of this is it's just nice to hear it as you walk by, yeah. or you're hanging out, or you're walking through the stores and stuff like that. It's nice to hear them. Well, so. Epcot has not been the same, and I'll say it a million times, and I'll never stop saying it. It's not the same without having off kilter at at, at Canada. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I missed them a lot. I mean, even my last trip. I, I'm tired of walking by that freaking stage and it being empty. What about you? They they had a band in there playing, and they were playing. Uh, I mean, at least there's somebody there. And yeah. no, they were nowhere near as good as Off Kilter. No, they, they had that, that. There was two guys and two girls that were singing there for a while. I remember one time. I forget the name of them. Uh, they were Actually, the group that was there, I think they, they, they were from Canada. They were from yeah. Edmonton, I believe. So at least they have that going for them and stuff. So. Um, and they were playing. I think, I think they were playing some contemporary, some '80s, '90s Canadian. I think there's a Brian Adams song they play yeah. and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Well, they need. They're gonna stay away from off kilter. They need to get a Shania Twain knock knockoff girl and put her <laughs> up there. Look just as good at that. her. Sound good. Uh, what do you think, John? Because that's the only person singer I really know from Canada that's super duper popular, and that could even. Maybe come close to off kilter if you put Shania Twain up there. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be about it. Yeah. So, so. I, I told you the one that I knew. Who's bad? Have your about. boots bent? Oh, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow. 
uh, Walt Disney uh, Disney Dining Update. Summer House on Lake on the Lake set to open on November 2023. Wasn't that supposed to be open in the spring this year or summer? I mean, this thing's yeah. keep going back and back and back and back. I'll be excited for them. I I'm always happy when the walls come down, John. About you? Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, I'm so tired of seeing construction walls just about everywhere. I mean, I'm happy, but it just seems like this is stuff that's been going on and on and on. I want to see if they go up something new <laughs> that we ain't we ain't saying when's this going to open. Disney launched new water park seasonal pass for Walt Disney World park prices: seventy-nine for adults, seventy-three for children. So, new Disney water park seasonal pass. Gives you access to Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, whichever is open now through May 24th. So all winter. And the key word there is, if we're only open two days, that's your problem. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, new early bookings offer saves up to 30% on Walt Disney World Resort hotels. So remember to ask your cat, your your travel agent, because there's multiple deals out there right now, and try to figure out which one works best for you. So, but sometimes it, the room isn't always the best. The free dining isn't always the best. So, uh, Disney files permits for the new DVC cabins at Fort Wilderness Resort. I'm kind of pissed off they're turning them into DVC, dude. It's like, why don't they just say to hell with it? We don't want anybody but DVC staying on property. It's like everything they update goes to DVC now. Am I wrong? Uh, lately, yeah. Yeah, it has been. I mean, the latest resort was, what, Riviera, and that was DVC. Yeah, so. everything is. I mean, it's like I, a lot of people like them cabins that were just, it was annual stays that loved to stay in those cabins. Uh, Disney modifies queue plans for Epcot's Journey of Water Preview after initial hiccups. So go figure they're having problems when they're opening. Uh, Disney offers... Look at the villas at Disneyland Hotel along with details of live stream grand opening event. I seen a couple YouTubers that got to stay there, dude. They really look cool. That new resort looks beautiful. So, yeah, it, it's it is really a, a beautiful place. I don't know if we'll ever get out there, but it's still a still a hope, you know, at some point. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh what else do we have here? That's about it all I see on this one. I'm going to the other one real quick to see if they have any junk. What time your Eagles play today? One or four? Four. So as soon as we get done this, I'm probably going to have to run to Home Depot to we buy a new... Get a washer. Freaking washer. Happy days. Yeah, the missus is not happy about this, dude. This breaking down is really aggravating her. Which I can't say I blame her. This site works yeah, so I need, weird. I need to get the, uh, like I was telling you, our oven's got the heating element problems, but there's probably, I can probably resolve that for about $30 if I can get the yeah. element and get it and replaced. But last time I did that, it still didn't work, so we'll give it a shot. But uh, I, I have plans if I'm not going to have to work, if I can't find overtime on next Sunday, I need to make some chicken wings. There so, you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of Genie Plus, John, the first article on the other other site is for this is going on right now. 
Guests line up for refunds at Disney's Genie Plus service experiences <laughs> outages across the Walt Disney World property. I mean, <laughs> and look Can at we it, just no, go back to paper fast passes. Please? Yeah, and the thing <laughs> is, like, I just feel bad. What about these poor saps that paid all this freaking money for this, and now instead of being on rides, they got to sit there, and you know. The poor father or poor mother, one of the f adults is going to be stuck in this line for like two or three hours to get their money back. Because it's a long-ass line, John. Yeah. It's like, why why, why, why shouldn't you automatically, why don't, like instead of making you come back, like Disney knows through this app, everybody who's paid for it, it's easy to take your money. Why don't they just all at once give a refund to everybody? Like why do you have to go stand in line to get your freaking refund? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, but it ain't going to happen. No, it just sucks. I feel bad for the people. It's like, all this time you waste, and you think you're saving time, and it's not. Oh, my wife will love this one. So would Judith. New wine card. And Carmen. We can't leave Carmen out. New wine card debuts at the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. So. Ooh. And we got pretty much all the other stuff on there. You see anything else? The only thing else I have is my season is complete in our podcast league, John. I beat Pacinetti this past week, so I can lose the rest of my games. I'm playing the oh, very, well, very playing well, the very handsome Tommy this week, but I could lose after this. Speaking of that, I took Doug's advice to a certain degree here. You know, because I've got the Bucks defense, and they've actually done a pretty good job this year. And uh, I've, ha I've played them every week, and they've consistently got me decent points. But they're on the bye week this week. So I didn't want to be without a defense because Doug, Doug says you can't play without a defense. You can't. Make it should sense. be against the rules. So I went and found a defense. Well, I can't tell and... you found a stupid defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault for your stupidity. <laughs> yeah, they, they were the highest possible points this week, so I was like, okay, I'll take Washington's defense. Negative five. I'm starting out playing Pat Janetti this week. I'm already down five points. Okay, That's so just the, not right. Well, the one thing I will tell you is where you went wrong there is, I mean, I had to start DJ Moore and Justin Fields in my league, in my other league, which I was so genius and smart for doing. But the bottom line is you don't ever pick up somebody on a Thursday night unless they're the absolute best player at their position. Because I, I hate Thursday night games getting behind the chains. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sorry, John. Yeah, well. I'm playing Tommy this week, and... Uh, it's a uh, right now it's 22.7 to 22.1. He's projected for 116. I'm projected for 113. So it's anybody's game oh, right boy. now. Oh boy. It's going to be a close one. And where's the league at here? Where's our standings at right now? So Evan Chaselm, our buddy Evan, is just kicking and stomping on people, dude. He's 4 and 0 right yeah, now. Yeah, he's annihilating everybody. Yes. So. You know, he cheated somehow on the draft. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's another Patriot fan, yeah, Doug. What do you expect? Yeah, cheaters. They're all cheaters. They all deflate football. How do they even have a catch with each other? None of them have a deflated football up there. Uh, no extra magic hours is 4-0. Tommy's 3-1. Pat's 2-2. Two two. I'm 2-2. Two two. Uh, your son is 2-2. Two two. Sean Duffy's 1-3. And, and John, how are you 0-4? <laughs> 
Yeah, because apparently I suck, Doug. Yeah, well, you were good <laughs> last year. What happened to you? Uh, You're going to blame me uh, on your own Ford. My defense oh. did bad. Oh, you bastard. You. And, uh, no, uh, uh, Cooper Cup yeah. was how I'm 0-4 because oh, he's uh, gonna... he really... Yeah, I know. I got him starting this week. So you we'll better. See. He's going to score about 80 against some of my Eagles defense. I hope so. Mm, and we still win, hopefully. But Monorail, Bob, well, well, I, I, you know what, Doug? I'd, I'd be happy to take a shootout because I got yeah. Jalen Hurts too. So you yeah, know, it's going to be, be a shootout because it ain't going to be a defensive struggle on our end because our our defensive coordinator last week against Hal. Okay, we blitzed them. We sent pressure nine times. We got sacks or incomplete passes, eight of them, and one completion of three yards. That's the only time we rushed them. Eight out of nine, nine out of nine times it worked. But that's all we did. It was nine times. The rest of the game we played prevent defense almost. Our our defense ten yards off the line of scrimmage. That whole passive bullcrap, and that's what ended up. That's what made it a close game and going to overtime. So, and their offense is nowhere near as good as the Rams. So I think if we're going to beat them, it's going to be like a a 34-31 kind of game, John. So you should get some serious points. And, All right. And Puka Nakua, it's a wonderful player. <laughs> a Puka Nakua. <laughs> uh, I like me some Puka Nakua. But anyway, Monorail Bobs are 3-1. and one. Pixie Dusters, the beautiful Judith is 3-1. and one. The Loth Cats are 3-1, and one, our new friend Marie. Uh, Saucer Mickey's 2-2. Two and two. Your beautiful Lisa's 2-2. Two two. The R2-D2s are 1-3, and three, Mr. Hamilton. And Mr. Watts is... Saying, I feel bad for John being owned for, so Mr. Bangers and Mash, he decided to be owned for. No, that's the, and that's the two guys who played in the in the championship game last year. So, yeah. uh, uh, even though we didn't do the uh, uh, crappy draft, it is like we ended up with a crappy draft. So I don't yeah. know what happened, but both of us suck. I so. think the two of you auto drafted last year. That's the story, and I'm sticking to it. Ah, okay. I'm just kidding with you. Now it, it's the way fantasy is sometimes, dude. It's just a very fickle, fickle girl. Ah, uh, but anyhow, I can't want, wait to go to Home Depot and fight with these people. Do you want this warranty? You want that one? Every warranty dies the day the washer dies. Uh huh. You know, it's just sad. But anyhow, I'm gonna let you go. An hour and 38 right. minutes is long enough for everybody to listen to us. Anything we miss this week, we can add till next week, John. Sounds good. All right. Please, everybody, be kind to one another. Please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Tell us we're pissed off because we didn't do a show last week. And uh, any kind of review is a good review. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Say what, tell them what to do, John. Hey, fold your strollers and come say hi to me on the buses, people. All right, guys. Everybody be good, and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.